everybody welcome to the stage, the person you've been waiting to hear from all year, the biggest name in video games, here on the Talk Nerdy to Me Baby Podcast, Keanu Reeves! Hey, I'm an E3, I'm an FBI agent, Cyberpunk! And the crowd goes wild! As you know, cats really like video games. And there's a movie with Keanu Reeves as a cat. Keanu! Anyway, so E3! E3 happened! Yeah, we happened a little bit ago, but I mean... We haven't talked about it. We have not. And that's where, clearly where you get all of your source of news. <laughs> well, soon it could be. It could be. We're going to try something new next month. Whoa. 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 <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Terrible Keanu impressions aside, we're going to talk about I E3. don't know what you're talking about. Mine I was mostly was talking about myself, on. but <laughs> I can only speak for myself. And Kitty's sticking her face into a bag. Caught. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about some stuff from E3, stuff that we're excited about, stuff that we know about or yeah. interested in. And uh, yeah, I mean, and I just figured... kind of give you a heads up and some other opinions of people that you haven't heard. Yeah, and so yeah, I figured the we'd... opinions of the people. What? We are the people. That's <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> just not gonna be able to get away from yeah. that. No, that's gonna be the entire episode. Yep. So I figured we'd start with Cyberpunk because that's the one that most people have heard about, at least now they have. Now that yep. Keanu's face is slapped to it, people that didn't know about it probably do now. Yep, and it also had a small scandal that kind of died out really quick. Well, uh, was it the, the... The poster. Oh, what, what, what was that? Um, the, there was, like, the idea that they were poorly uh, or making fun of, um, poorly representing or making fun of people who were transsexual. Because they had a poster that was like this very femme face and you scroll down and as the quote goes, that's a penis. Uh, and it, it, they, they were saying that it wasn't like PC the way that they did it, but that kind of died down and people are like, oh. you're taking this way too seriously and looking for a fight when there oh. probably well, isn't one. Yeah. I mean, the point is you're, I don't know like how... I think you're you're supposed to be human, but you are infused with cybernetic abilities, mm-hmm. and you can choose like a lot of RPG games. You can choose to be a male or female. Uh, I was thinking about being like a dude since I'm a dude, which is whatever. You're a dude. He's a dude. She's, She's a, a dude. dude. We're, We're all dudes. dudes. Hey. Hey, good burger. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that on your E3 episode, were you? Uh, but. Well, maybe then we have to do a throwback episode. I don't know. I don't... I wonder... I just want to know if I can smooch on some Keanu. I will do that. Either I wonder if he's an option for a love interest thing. That would be interesting. It seems... He seems just... I think you will see no other gameplay then. Yeah. I I think the... The point of that... At least from that trailer, he seems like a very untrustworthy character and is probably going to betray you. That's what I mean. I don't quite know who he's supposed to be in that. But I do know that... You get to choose, like, your lifestyle. Yeah. And supposedly it affects how the world 
interacts with you and how you interact with the world. Yeah, the I, so I guess I'll just kind of decide once I start the game. And the, but one of the things that's making me want to decide maybe on the female side is just because of like a Sombra kind of a character, mm. just yeah. like a hacker, cool, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I don't really know. I, I do like the character designs and the trailer made it seem really interesting. I One of the reasons that I thought we should cover E3 is because I think this is a, a, a nice way of getting a gamer perspective and a non-gamer perspective. Because... Which is which? You'll never guess. <laughs> well, it's, it's that thing of... You know, you've been into video games for your entire life. Yep. And I've been, like, I've tiptoed in and out. And so I I think it gives two cool perspectives of someone who's, like, I'm very picky about, like, the things that I choose to spend my time on when it comes to games. And I just, games are like a ball pit for me, and I just dive into You're it. an addict, <laughs> shooting up every new release. Oh, Yes. Um, but yeah, so Cyberpunk is actually one of the ones that's more intriguing to me, just because I like the open world idea and I like the overall aesthetic. Uh, I guess we could have like a rating system for you, because for me it's just going to be buy everything, but is it going to be like buy your own copy, borrow from Casey, or it ignore? The rating is... Buy, borrow, ignore. No, it should be buy, buy borrow, borrow, ignore, buy, buy. <laughs> buy, borrow, ignore, kitty in <laughs> She has stuck her face all the way inside of this Ralph's bag. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, or watch. Okay. I yeah, think watch would be the other one because I, I will watch games a decent amount of times. Uh, I, I feel like this is one I would watch you play to see if I like it. Mm, but... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a super long game. Um, I have a segue, and I'm ready to hop onto that segue whenever you're ready. But Did I'll leave it Did you know that idling. the person who invented segues allegedly died, or from what I understand, died on a segue? Because he ran off a thing that he couldn't stop it? Fun fact. Segue into fun facts with Amy. Uh, segue is, this is the same company that made The Witcher 3, which is coming to Switch. <gasps> Yay! And that is one, uh, spoiler alert, I am going to get, because I, fun fact, um, I liked The Witcher, so this is not a new game, obviously, so you can take it or leave it, you, you might have played it already, but this is definitely one where you've hyped it up so much, and I liked what I saw when you showed it to me. Yeah, and then and we recently did a one-shot of D&D &D, uh, that I DM'd, yeah. and it was set in the world of The Witcher. It did, and my character got a healthy crush on a specific character yes. that pretty much has made my gameplay of The Witcher set in stone because I don't know if we'll ever play Witcher D&D again, and I must live out my fantasy. Good old Yennefer Vengerberg. Heck yeah. Jezebel really liked her. Oh, and it's not because she's a dark-haired sorceress? I mean... That is, like, the leading expert in magic? That I mean, has nothing here's to the do thing. If they hadn't already probably cast her in the new Witcher Netflix... Is it Netflix series? Yeah, Hulu? it's Netflix. Netflix series. Um, I would be like, hello, my name is Amy. I am exactly what you are looking for. <laughs> but crushes aside, it also just looks like a kind of game in the world that I like. And doing the D&D &D episode in, in that world made it a lot more... Uh, real to me the parts that i would like in it so 
Yeah, I, I, I think that's a go for me. I mean, I mean, it's you can definitely spend some time in it. I have the platinum trophy and got all the DLC trophies. I played the crap out of that game. If so. you didn't know, Casey is a trophy collector. I am not. And my best video on anything really is the harder trophy for The Witcher. Yeah. Well, it was apparently the hardest trophy to try to get, and people really needed to learn how to get that. Yep. Also, strong titling. Yep. I should know. That's my job. Yep. I The all caps and the made easy stuff like that definitely helped it. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go next with, uh, speaking of characters that you might like, <laughs> uh, Gears of War 5. I have a type? Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm absolutely saying that. So I'm going to go next to Gears of War 5. Mm-hmm. Now, I have only played part of the first one. I own all of them uh, up to this point, and I will be getting Gears 5 and hopefully can manage to play through most of them before we get here. Uh, but what's interesting is... When is it set to come out? September, okay. I believe. Uh, and so you follow like a group of soldiers. The main one, uh, Marcus Phoenix, is voiced by the great John DiMaggio. Also, ace name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so the fourth one, after the fourth one, uh, they started focusing on the next generation. I do know that much. Mm-hmm. He has a kid named Marcus, and then one of the other characters. Marcus uh, has a kid named Marcus? His, sorry, his, his, his son's name is JD. They call okay. him JD. Uh, one of the other characters, uh, Diaz, I believe it's the daughter of Diaz. Kate Diaz, uh, it seemed like even though the focus was kind of, seemed to be, from what I've heard, it was compared to like a Mad Max Fury Road, Ooh. where uh, the Phoenix character, the character of J.D. Phoenix was, you know, the person that we follow or whatever, but it was really her storyline. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, this one, she is now the playable character. She's the main Ooh. character of Gears 5. And she's like talk the person. Female playable characters to me, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing. Does that work for you? Uh, yeah, it looks cool. There's a collector's edition that comes with an actual drone, apparently. How much is that? Two hundred and fifty dollars. That's surprisingly cheap. Yeah, I will not. Be, I will not be getting that though. I will just be getting the one with the pretty case. Well, it, see the thing. So the thing about it is. If I knew you really wanted that, that would be like a Christmas present. Except Casey will buy the game way before that would ever happen. Yeah, and also, I don't want the drone. No? I appreciate the gesture, though. Well, that's what I meant. If it was something you really wanted, that would be... I can't buy Casey games. No, you Because Casey will buy the games way before an event would come around in which to give you a game. Yeah, you don't have to worry about me on that front. Uh... So Gears of War is, you know, their color scheme is definitely red and black, uh, almost like a crimson, which is not far from Scarlet, which is the name of the new Xbox system that's coming out, or at least like that's their code name for right now, which of course Xbox or Gears is an Xbox exclusive. Also, uh, uh, Gears is probably a pass for me. Yeah, well, it might be one like, hey, look how cool this lady is. Look at her go. And you'd be like, that's cool. Kind of like Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Pretty much. Yeah, be like... I saved some footage of like, watch this fight, it's epic, look at her go. Watch the highlight reel. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, 
Uh, but yeah, Project Scarlet, uh, they have announced the holiday 2020 release date for that. Uh, 8K visuals, which are apparently a thing. And suddenly you see in more definition than your eyeballs. Yep. <laughs> and the thing that both the PS5 can reportedly do and this one is like an instant startup. As soon as you start up the game, it's like, boom, you're there. Okay. Uh, so it so it seems like they're going to be pretty much the same as far as specs mm -hmm. go. Uh, that's the difference. Like, uh, the Switch is... Nintendo is always off doing its own thing. And that's why like the console wars, when you hear that, mm -hmm. is always PlayStation versus Xbox. Because they're very similar. They get a lot of the, the same titles. So the exclusives are usually the console seller. And Nintendo's and also one of the people who puts out the games versus like PlayStation, which doesn't like it has games, but they're not games put out by PlayStation. Right. It's I mean there are, but it's very few. Yeah. Nintendo has just so many that it They got a back catalog for days. Yeah. Days thick. Uh and so I think it's gonna be strictly down to exclusives. That's one of the talks now between PS5 and Xbox is because it sounds like uh, processor-wise and output-wise, they're going to be pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. Before, like with Xbox One, it had, at least with the Xbox One X, there was a little bit of the extra, like, we, they're both very pretty, but the Xbox can offer a little bit more, just the hair stronger visuals. Mm -hmm. uh, but it seems like, at least right now, to be pretty even on the playing field okay. for that. So it's just got to be what exclusives can you get? So what you're telling me is that there's going to be some online-only game that comes onto the Xbox and eventually I have to get an Xbox. I, I'm, I'm good on my consoles. I have so many games to play. You have Personal, so many consoles. Yes, and personally I'm going to wait probably a good while before getting the PS5 or whatever the Scarlet term mm -hmm. ends, ends up being. Okay. Uh, I, I'm just like, it's cool. Like, it sounds awesome, but I, I can wait. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm good. I don't think that there's anything that could could drag me over that quickly. Uh, and plus money, you know? Uh, the muns, man. Them muns. Uh, but let's go to... Uh, speaking of exclusives, one that they... So, everyone knows that PlayStation was not there at E3 this year. Yep. And so... Neither was Nintendo. Nintendo did a separate announcement. Yeah, and so... I mean, they had the booth that had Pokemon, but right. they didn't do a, a Yeah, showcase. right, they just did the direct. And so, like, everyone's kind of trying to do their own things. That's why this E3 was so, so weird. And it, honestly, I was surprised by how many... How well it went over, considering that so many... Like that, Sony pulled out mm -hmm. and was trying its own thing. Nintendo was doing its own thing, and Xbox is just like, "Well, I guess we're owning it this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we're the only people that decided to show up." Uh, but they decided to leak some things a little bit early, and it's just been a hot mess as far as that's concerned. As yeah. far as like time to reveal things, and one of those things was uh, Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, the one that's been waiting forever. Yeah, and if you didn't know, with the whole fallout between Hideo Kojima, the creator of Metal Gear Solid, uh, or that franchise, he was basically kicked out of Konami and all of that drama. And so he's like, I'm going to do my own thing. And so at one point, he was going to be doing Silent Hills, 
Yeah, with, with uh, Norman Reedus. With, with Norman Reedus and uh, and working with Guillermo del Toro, it was like those three together. Yep. And um, I remember that's when they put out the PT PT, which yep. is which is just playable teaser, which is impossible to get now because they uh, took it, it down. It, like it, you, you can get the illegal version. Pretty even easy. that. Like from what I hear now, they're trying. They're about to take it off of people who even have it downloaded. Okay. I mean, people no, will always find a way. Oh yeah, there's 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 a way to play it because someone literally recreated it. Right, I know, but there was like they used the engine and yep. just recreated it. Yeah, but playing the actual version, yes. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, okay, fine, you won't let us do that. We're going to make our own thing again. <laughs> uh, and so there's footage of... Uh, so Norman Reedus is the main character. It's, all we've gotten f- until recently was just... just uh, Him walking. Trailers. We had it, and if you want to know what one this is, isn't is this the one with the cracked earth and the baby, or is it's that the cracked earth and the baby? And then also Hannibal. Yes, so that's I was gonna say the cast. You have at least there was a trailer with him in it. Guillermo del Toro is going to be in it physically at some point. I don't know if it's just gonna be like a cameo or if he's gonna have a character. But there was footage that was like the second trailer they dropped showed him in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's done it in the past. I'm sure Hideo Kojima might show his face in the game. But yes, Mads Mikkelsen seems to be the the main villain. Or at least he is a villain. Everyone's favorite evil lover. Yeah. And there was a lady. Uh, yeah, there is a lady, and I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but she is also in there. There's also, like, I mean, because, you know, at this point, it's just, all right. Uh, because at this point, it's, you know... What celebrities can we get in the game? Because we can recreate their faces down to the yeah, last four. Yeah, and see, that's my, like, so we've talked before, as, like, a, an aside, we've talked before about, like, the worry of celebrity culture taking over things like commercials and things like everything, that now that they're starting to do that in gaming, when it's not just, like, the game characters, it's the face of the celebrity. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's ups and downs. Like, some people are clearly there for celebrity purposes. And some people are really good at doing, still really good at doing performance in game capture. Oh yeah, but so, but then, so let's circle back for one second to Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Now, all anyone talks about with Cyberpunk is Keanu Reeves. Like, it doesn't matter the rest of the game. No one cares. Yeah. I mean, I, it is being used as like a hook, like a, a piece of bait to hook. A bait and hook. Yes. And it seems to be working. And so, I mean, at that point, that's the mark. That's a marketing, huge marketing win. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, it's now the actor's job to find out, for us to find out if they can pull off playing a convincing character in game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of the first ones to do this and to actually use that technology to the, the level of detail that we have now is Ellen Noir and they got one of the actors from Mad Men to do that and they had several other Mad Men actors sprinkled in but that was like the first that was the test drive for that the one that I really remember suddenly being like I'm being shoved in the face with all these famous people was Until Dawn yeah that was that was definitely later when they had a couple years later when they crafted and had it on another a newer system because the ellie noir was first released on the 360 and the ps3 so that technology was still very new uh but uh interestingly enough uh, one of the hugest franchises call of duty 
did this, and they had they did two things in the same game. One, they had their celebrity actor, like, look, this is when we have celebrities in it. Because before they had celebrity voices, mm-hmm. but now they were getting their faces. Unfortunately, uh, it was Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> but the character that you play, and they had cutscenes like between missions, uh, was not only voiced by Troy Baker, but they used Troy Baker's face. Oh, wow. So now, we, now we've gotten into this other world where it's like... The voice actor. Personally, I would like to see more of that. Like... I would like to see not only having people like, say, Matt Mercer doing the voice, Matt Mercer and Laura Bailey doing these voices, but getting to see the see their faces as well. But then, so then the thing that you run into is, then does it start being like movies where you're like, wow, it's all these people I know, and it looks just like the other one. I mean, it could, well, but also big like... Big showing being Thor and Men in Black. Yeah, I mean, only time will tell for <laughs> sure, but I like, I like the idea of being... Being able to see the faces of these actors, these voice actors, and it gives them a bit of credit. I'm playing devil's advocate. That they normally wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, it's up and down, good and bad. But for me, that was an interesting dichotomy, but also an interesting win for voice actors. Because it's like, uh, they give super strong performances. Case in point, Uncharted and Last of Us. uh, But they have not their faces. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything else is their movements, their choices, all of that is there. It's just they have a different face on. Uh, and so I like the idea of being able to have both. Mm-hmm. And I think there will always, at least for now, be a world for both. Yep. Like there's still going to be like the sprites, the JRPGs or whatever that just need their voices. Uh, but, you know. And there'll be things like Spider-Man games or something that has like a built-in thing that... Right. Uh, and so... I, I like all of it, and hopefully it doesn't take away mm-hmm. uh, from I just from I, I get worried when the only selling point for a game is the face. Yeah, thankfully for this one, uh, it's going to draw in people that they n- might normally might not normally play the game, but the people who have been excited for it for a long time, like myself, it's just adding on to it. Yeah. Uh, oh, this was this was funny. Just as a aside for E three, and how long Death Stranding ha- just to bring it back to the game we were talking about. How long Death Stranding has been like in the works? I went to E three last year, and there was a life size Norman Re- Reedus, uh, like him as the guy on the cracked earth, which was really creepy with just like specially placed stuff there. That was like every time I walked by, I was like, Ugh! <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they announced it. Not even counting the the PT Silent Hill stuff yeah. before that, it was it's still been like three or four years. Yep. No, but that w- that was oh that thing was creepy. Speaking of creepy, if you're playing Super Smash Brothers a certain way, uh, I wanted to change gears a little bit and talk about Animal Crossing. <gasps> Animal Crossing. This is definitely your territory. Yeah. Uh, so they're releasing finally an Animal Crossing for the Switch. Yep. And this time, it's an island theme. So it's like, hey, Amy, you left Florida. Let's bring you back to Florida. (laughs) Um, You want to buy a house in Florida Florida? and have debt forever? You want to live in the Florida Keys and just, like, own your soul to this badger? But, well, uh, it's a raccoon. Raccoon, sorry. Yeah, I was like, the difference is is that it's a raccoon that you, an animal that you owe your money to and not an old, white, retired person. Yeah, 
but no it it looks so cute i'm i'm really looking forward to it so like i used to so i've played a couple different versions of animal crossing and the thing i like is that it's just such a zen game and i'm just i'm so excited to be like Yes, let me curate this lovely little patch of grass and patch of land and go make friends and go collect some apples and just chill the F out in this little island paradise. And, I mean, and the other thing about the Switch is that it's the perfect console for it because mm -hmm. you can do both. You can do whatever. You don't have to sit at your GameCube nope. or... You, you can you know, just lay in bed. Yeah, I mean, I know there were some for, like, the DS and the 3DS, but this one is... They were kind of like mini versions of mm -hmm. Animal Crossing. This can be, you know, full-fledged. Uh, but I have to mention the one super cool thing about this... The cool thing about it being delayed. Yes. Did you hear about that? Mm, don't know. Uh, because of workers. Uh, they pushed it back. They were going to try and get it this holiday, but they pushed it back to March. Because they were basically like... Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen, at least not without keeping all of our employees sane. Mm -hmm. So for the sake of their benefits and keeping our workers happy, we're going to push it back three months. Yay! So yay! I wish other people They were like, would people play our game to feel nice and happy. Let's have our workers feel nice and happy. Yeah, and I'm like, I, there have definitely been games in the past where the crunch time has There's been, been anything, dreadful. Anything. Most games do that. And well, that's sucks. the other thing about like games nowadays is like the I don't know if it's a pressure or a want to keep release dates from being pushed back, but they also release not fully formed games. They're games with bugs that's it's, like it's totally the become the Marvel thing where it's like they see someone that's like this is the date and they try to plan the date super far in advance and it's like or if it's like a. Uh, a Call of Duty or a Madden game or like any other sports game where it's like we have an annual release expectation at mm -hmm. this point you're you're gonna run into that all the time but it's but also like why not push your game back rather than like putting a game out having everyone complain about the bugs in it and then releasing a patch update like three months later yeah. that fixes half of it and then also then making everything else in your game DLC that because you they, couldn't put it in your game. They, it's almost a cop out now, and it's a, an excuse because they're, they're like, "Well, it's there are definitely some bugs, but we can fix it later because now they have the technology to do mm -hmm. that." And it's just like, "No, I think you should put it out complete, package with a bow on it, day one." Yeah, like that's and like your, your people really want like a fully formed game, and they're slowly starting to figure that out because. Uh, you get just swamped with terrible... You'll get... People will be super harsh, and they will give you dreadful reviews if your game is broken. Yeah. Case in point, Fallout 76. <laughs> it seems to be fine now. Yep, and then you see that. But you had, like, an awful launch day, and, and it's going to cause you to suffer. That wasn't the only thing they did badly. No, but... But then you then you have to... Here's the thing. And then you have to go to E3 and, and just apologize. go... And Be like, I'm sorry. No, I'm it was, sorry. They uh, compared it to the the BP thing from South Park. Yep. The we're sorry, sorry, we're, we're sorry. sorry, and it's just like, why can't you do like other games and just release it when it's ready? Yeah, because here's the thing. Yeah, you'll get some people be like, my game is late," but for the most part, they're still gonna buy the game. They're still it, like. It's not going to be that big of a deal. It's a blip in the, the people. The people that are going to gripe are still going to get it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, the, that's the thing. Is like you're line. really not going to lose any money. You're going to lose money if people buy our game. And it sucks. Yeah. 
versus if people are like, man, I have to wait another two months. There is a level of trust in video games and video game companies mm-hmm. uh, that is very different from a lot of mm-hmm. uh, like other media, like movies and stuff. I mean, there is a, a loyalty with those, but it's different from but- this, like... Because it's different properties, but under the same umbrella. Like, for example, I will buy anything Naughty Dog does for the rest of my life because I trust them to make good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have never been disappointed. Well, it's also, it's a different level of investment. And so, like, when you build a trust with a video game company, brand, or whatever, you're being like, yeah, I'm, I'm trusting you because you've proven that I can invest, like, seven to 700 hours in your game and have a good time. And we have this... Con- connection that way and versus it's 60 dollars at least up front yeah and versus like a movie where like you're like i spent 15 dollars i went to this thing for two hours it sucked meh yeah, yeah. that that part of my have life to deal over. with it ever again no and uh yeah uh but kind of on that same coin of trying to get things on at a certain time uh there was more footage i i try to stay away from trailers just in general for the most part it's unavoidable when you go to the movies and stuff, but unless it's something I'm really interested in, or I don't know, it, it depends on the game. But I have stayed away from footage of Jedi: The Fallen Order. Mm. But from what I've read on it and uh, heard about it, it seems that they are taking the right steps in this, and it seems very interesting. And I will be getting it, but I haven't watched a lot of the the footage because I like things to be fresh mm-hmm. in my video games especially but they're releasing it uh november 15th i believe which is roughly month. <laughs> but it's roughly a month before star wars episode 9 yep that's that's smart yeah so keep start the hype train and keep it going through december with episode 9 uh, maybe <laughs> yeah uh but we'll see you know that's Did another one of those things That's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, in order to capitalize on this, we need to make sure that we can hit this release date. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if we can't get November or December, will people be as in the Star Star Wars mood? People will buy the game because they are excited for the movie versus Mm. waiting and having to deal with however the movie comes across that's another and then yeah it's very good deal well. with the fallout of the movie on your game yeah because if you have like a polarizing thing like last jedi and then you release the game people are gonna be like i don't want this yep. i'm still mad about i'm yep. still mad at star wars yep and then they're like i'm still mad at you <laughs> i'm mad at you so i'm gonna take it out of this game yeah by not giving it my mums. uh couldn't think of a segue for this one except it's in space uh the outer space. worlds I don't know if I know a lot about the other world. Uh, so it is by Obsidian, who did Fallout New Vegas, and some people are like, ah, it just looks like Fallout in space. I'm like, yes, but the thing that people are forgetting is that Obsidian also did South Park The Stick of Truth. And this game is a little bit more lighthearted, it's a little sillier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a comedy sci-fi game, uh, which sounds very cool to me, but I've already seen proof that they can make a really funny game Mm -hmm. and still a really good game Mm -hmm. so that's something that people either a don't know about or b have forgotten but for me i'm like oh i know that they can do uh open world rpgs really well but they can also be very funny Mm -hmm. so because i know it's not on a lot of people's radar but for me i'm like 
I already know the two things that they're going for, they can do. So, yeah, that's I, I've been excited since I saw the trailer at the Video Games Awards last year. I don't know if I know enough about this game, really. I know I showed you the trailer, but that's probably about probably. it. Probably. Uh, yeah, it was the it was the space kind of like silly, campy, uh, mm-hmm. Mad Max in space. Yeah, like the, I'm, I'm vaguely remembering this. Yeah. So I mean, I'll wait on it and see what happens. Like, I'll buy Animal Crossing. I don't think I'm gonna get the the one. <laughs> I to be honest, I think the rating system for most of these is like I might watch you play it, but I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah, I just I have such specific amounts of time available to actually put towards gaming. For as much as like I enjoy it, I think it's a great like art form and storytelling form, and I have so much respect for it. And the ones I really like, I really this like. Is true. But it, it's one of those things where, like, unless it's something that really, like, sinks its hooks into me, I am definitely the, like, picky, picky gamer. But you'll be getting Pokemon, though. Yeah, picky <laughs> man, short and she. Yeah. Uh, I think I get short. I think it's pretty much definite I'm getting short. Mega shit? I don't know. Uh, well, you know, if, if it comes to it, we will flip a coin. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Because I'm getting the double pack for us, so we yes. can figure it out later. Yeah. Um, another like, so another silly one that kind of like on the vein of Outer Worlds is uh, Borderlands. Borderlands Three is coming out, and that's really I have that one to play. Yeah, the the collection. The collection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we should try that out and see if you yeah. might like Borderlands Three. I mean, I like the idea of Borderlands, and I've I liked the Telltale series for Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't know that much. So the Telltale series is pretty much my basic knowledge of Borderlands, whereas... You actually have more than me. More knowledge than me on the series. Which is not saying a lot. (laughs) Um, Otherwise, the only other time that I've had anything to do with it was when we tried your VR game version of it, and I got sick. (laughs) Just from watching. That, oh man, the VR Borderlands is so, like... my gag reflex was just like... Yeah, I couldn't play it for too long myself. Mm-mm. And I had a pretty strong stomach with that. But I, I like the like the design of that game is so cool. The characters are so cool and like well-developed. And I am I really think it could be a really good game. So like, if when I play through and test out the Handsome Package or whatever... Handsome Collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Um, then You're looking at a Handsome Package. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Um, then I'll... <laughs> <laughs> then I will decide whether or not I want to invest in the third one. Fair enough. Uh, but I will be diving in <laughs> ahead of time. It might be one of those like, hey, Amy, you should get this. this. Uh, you mean that every other text message I get from you be like, hey, Amy. Pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, no segue for this one. Uh, the Dragon Ball Z game finally has a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was b- previously known as Project Z because there was like... Some story-based Dragon Ball game. Don't really know much about it. It now has a name. It's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Mm-hmm. And so it's just going to be a story-based game it, it's following Goku. Much, isn't it pretty much like the Frieza saga? It said it was going to be like, yeah, because his first time going Super Saiyan. Like, yeah. Because so, like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, no, this like pretty much... like. I'm not going to say shot for shot, but, like, moment for moment seems to be, like, recreating the highlights of the Frieza saga, which is better than recreating the entire Frieza saga, which took so many 
months. Yeah, to it's just that a lot of the games, like Xenoverse ones, did it, but through time travel, so you're experiencing with someone else. But it's they keep doing the same type of things. I'm. Awesome. I wish this one would kind of go like from Dragon Ball through everything. Like mm-hmm. just have an entire. If you're gonna go Kakarot, you're gonna call it Goku. Basically, yeah. uh, just go through everything and just make it this epic thing instead of just doing the same bullet points of Frieza, Cell, Boo, over and over. Oh, uh, those are the ones that like the the bigger parts of the audience really like resonate with. So I kind of understand, but it's also I think there's a story mode and then a non-story mode for this because mm-hmm. story mode uh, powers up your opponents and powers you down in a way that the tournament style doesn't. Yeah. Just to make sure that you follow along, like, storyline-wise with yeah. the way that Goku could and could not defeat things. Because Goku is basically a god, depending on, like, the the narrative point you're in. Whether it's the beginning of the thing or the end of the thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But, I mean, I'm more likely to try this one than I was Xenoverse just because Frieza... Frieza's probably my second favorite of the Dragon Ball... Z arcs. Cell. Cell. Yeah. I, I love Cell because, you know, you it it's my favorite version of Gohan. It has Future Trunks, who is, like, a badass. And the Future Trunks movie is so good. Mm. It has Vegeta in, like, one of his best, like, arcs because he's, like, becoming the better person. It has, you know, Goku getting to not be the, the big thing. But it's also, like, him at his not worst dad. <laughs> Um, and then you get all the androids, and... I love the androids. They're so good. And Cell is legitimately creepy. Like, he becomes, like, the Bishonen Cell at the end. Like, the, 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 for lack of a better word, it's the hot Cell. With, like, the pretty boy face and everything. But, like, he's creepy, and he does the suck up the tail thing, and it's like... It legitimately has, like, a, a really great... Like body horror stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a really great build in the way that, like, for me, Majin Buu was, like, too silly... Like, Cell, you could legitimately be afraid of. And Frieza was... And he had that sass. Oh, yeah. And they really played up in DBZ Abyss. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, but, no, and I think, like, the the pinnacle of Cell for me, it, as a aside, is uh, just the uh, the final moment of, like, the Gohan one arm, all that. Oh, yeah. And then they decided to make Go, uh, Gohan say it, man. <laughs> yep. And for as much as I like Fidel, I'm just like, oh, all of that. Yeah. But don't worry, because there's a Zelda sequel. Oh, yeah. A sequel that looks to be doing well. Which looks like you, you'll either get to play with Zelda or as Zelda at some yeah, point. Yeah, it'll be cool. And I doubt there'll be like a co op element because they're always single player games for, for the most part. Uh, uh, but... No, now Majora's Mask is co op, right? Isn't it? Didn't no. they re release one of them? Uh, no. I mean, they re-released it on the 3DS, but there wasn't, like, a... Yeah? Are you sure? Uh, there wasn't a co-op. Are you sure? There's some... Like, there have been co-op stuff in the past, but... I'm sure they released something as a co-op. Uh, anyway. But, yeah, uh, the sequel to Breath of the Wild... Looks super cool. Yeah, I still haven't played Breath of the Wild. It's a long game. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I probably would like it. I just don't know when I will get to it. Excuse me. It's also really pretty. Yeah. I enjoy that, and I enjoy the music, and I enjoy all that part of it. I like that you're going to get to actually do something with Zelda, it looks like, which is, like, half of the reasons why I ignore some things about Legends of Zelda, because I'm just like, and... Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, she's actually powerful. 
uh, we don't need, we don't want her to be like Peach and just always being rescued. And so now she's like, she's doing stuff now. Yeah. And I'm curious about what the, see, the, what I would really like is if you actually got to see like Zelda and Link interact on like a casual level. Like I know the whole thing is yeah, like, you Link get, doesn't you, talk. You get some of that in, in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But it's like through flashbacks and stuff. But yeah. I'd be really interested to see a game where like you have Zelda, I guess, talking at Link and like acting like she's getting a response, whether it's like we assume that Link is filling it in or it's the whole Link doesn't talk thing and it's like she's just like reading the situation and having that. But I would love to see like that like one side of the conversation happen and we get a bigger insight into like what Link is like as a character and what Zelda's like as a character and their relationship together in whatever form. It seems like we might because they started doing that with Breath of the Wild because it was the first time with voice acting. Yeah. And, and that's why th that was the first time he had been called Link and not just whatever you name the character. Uh, <laughs> but I saw a thing it was like his hair was getting shorter Link's mm -hmm. hair was getting shorter and Zelda's was getting longer and it was like eventually they're just going to fuse into one being and someone was like <gasps> Linda. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, but speaking of characters with swords... We're going to get some Harry Potter kind of stuff with Fire Emblem, okay. the three houses. I know. I saw that and I was like, and goodbye, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks super cute. I haven't had like a... I tried getting a Fire Emblem game once and it would not save. So I'm hoping I get to get my Fire Emblem fix uh, this time soon. But I don't know which house I'm going to be. And there's three. There's red, blue, and yellow. It's like Valor, Mystic, Instinct. But... But not because they're going to be different things. But yeah. uh, no, it's going to be Pokemon Go in Fire Emblem, and that's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I'm curious to see which path the other I take. One that you played then. Which one? The one that was like Fire Emblem then. Uh, I played Fire Emblem Warriors. Okay. You saw me playing that. Yeah, that's which is a Dynasty Warriors kind of spinoff yep. thing. But this is like a main entry Fire Emblem game. Uh, but they're trying. They're like. Three is it the same houses. battle mechanic? No, 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 no. no okay. Dynasty Warriors is straight up battle. This one's uh. Uh, grid-based. Gotcha. Kind of combat. Ah, yes, your grid-based, turn-based game. Yep. Uh, but this one is, yeah, it's going to have three different schools. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to have, like, a kind of a Harry Potter element to Ooh. it, which is Well, cute. that sounds more interesting to me than Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just fun I, I, beating I, people up. The thing is, like, for me, gameplay is, like, as much, if not more, story than it is actual battle mechanics. And, like, when you just have, like, the beat-em-up games, like Fire Emblem Warriors, I'm just like, meh. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, another one where you're going to be beating things, but in a more difficult setting, uh, Elden Ring got a trailer. Uh, you, oh, you mean the uh, non-Tolkien Tolkien story? <laughs> yep. The only thing making it not Tolkien is that it's from... Not also, Tolkien? It's in a collaboration with the creators of Dark Souls. And George R. R. Martin, yep, A.K.A. wishes he was J.R.L. Tolkien. <laughs> yes, he does, and so do we. No. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> anyway, I mean, uh, he, I I will give this to George R. R. Martin. He has ladies in his stories. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, he didn't he didn't have quite the Aowen line. That, no, but, but but anyway, he also looks... didn't have Marie Dada. No, he did not. He should have. No, she's on Sabrina. She's better off for it. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks cool. I mean, the darks, the From Software games are always good. That's another company. I'm like, well, it's a new game, so here's my money. Uh, 
I mean, so. I'm curious about it, but I'm meh. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be medieval, and it's gonna be cool. And it's gonna have a ring. Yep. <laughs> One ring to rule them all, Ball. pretty much. Yep. Uh, and I haven't ever heard so, that before. We have come to the last game to talk about. <gasps> the final game! The yep. final round! The final boss! The final fantasy. fantasy. Final Fantasy VIII, you guys. That's what you came here for. No, it actually looks really cool because they're, they're remastering that. Seven. Eight. They're remastering okay. eight. Okay. But I wanted to throw that in there as, hey, don't forget, they're also remastering eight, but yes, Final Fantasy Seven. Yay. Yeah. Which is the one that I know the most about. Yeah. I know everyone's like, oh, it's super overhyped and it's so like overrated and stuff. Uh, get over it. It's great. And you're just mad that it's great. You can get over yourself. Uh, my One of my other favorites is 10. But, and I, I mean, I like a lot of the Final Fantasies, but I even liked 15 a lot, even though a lot of the people The only reason it. I knew anything about Final Fantasy is because I was trolling around online somewhere and saw a design for Vincent, and I was like, my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it doesn't look like we're going to be getting Vincent right away, because Man. these games are being so large that not only is it taking up two PS4 discs, which is the only other game at this point to do that has been Red Dead Redemption 2, which is ginormassive uh they're only covering like the the midgar part of the game so they're yeah. only covering like maybe a third of the game man but still it's gonna be justice for vincent you will get there it will be fine give me my angsty so boy the question is like how long do we have to wait they still don't know how many games it's gonna take to cover the full the, the full remake and mm -hmm. so they're they're going all out because each episode or part as you will is more than the size of its own separate game so they are taking so we're talking max. about like extended edition lord of the rings going on here right except uh imagine except if, if, it was the, just, if extended edition lord of the rings were harry potter movies pretty much uh everything's getting multiple parts uh or like the whole thing is getting multiple parts and so i mean it looks great it seems like it's going to be awesome. I, I think everyone's just wondering, like, oh, well, this is going to be huge. So, like, how are we going to stretch what's only, like, the first 10 hours or so of the game into its own separate game? Uh, but time will tell, and I will be there. And, the, and so they are selling them as, like, separate games. You can't get, like, a pass. No. No, no. At, f at first, it seemed... We didn't know. We are like, is it going to be one of those things? At first, you, when you say episodes with the video game, you're like, ugh, I roll, just like, whatever, I'm only going to get like a couple hours of content, and then and they were like, no, 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 it's because there's so much content that it literally would not fit in one game. There's so much that it's the size of its own game on its own. It's either that, or then you pay, I don't know, so Final Fantasy is going to cost like 60 to $80? Yeah. So if you, if you waited for them to build all the parts, you're going to end up paying it. Instead of doing like, you know, ten easy payments of sixty dollars, you yeah. pay like six hundred for this one game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which some people will do, and I can blame them. But no, but that's—it's a lot of chunk of money up front. Yeah, and which for a game that they, they don't know do when they're going to finish, yep. like they—they they still have a lot of stuff to do. So, <laughs> who in their right mind would pay that much for a movie for a game that might not be completed? For like another four or five years. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, talk maybe talk to the people who buy season passes. 
I will not. <laughs> I have a podcast to do. <laughs> but we have reached the end. The end. We have defeated the final boss. Yeah. The final boss being... Time. The time. The, the news. <laughs> the exhaustion. The hats. I was like, say another word in this f- fancy voice you have going on. I uh, shall not. But yes, I know there's so many things that I'm excited for. Yeah, and, and there was more for me at this E3 than the last one. Which is ironic considering you got to to go to that last one. Yeah. Well, it's surprising. I never didn't haven't heard anything else about, what was it, Ninjala? The game that you played last year? Oh, yeah. It was fun. I mean, like, it was one of those ones that was going to be, like, a fun game to play at a party. But nothing really great. Yeah. Other than the sorty thing. Yeah. Which was fun. Um, yeah, there, like, the biggest thing at the one that I went to was Pokemon and God of War. And Spider-Man. Other than that, it was like, meh. Yeah. There's more I like this year. And I am curious to see, you know, what actually plays out. And what actually hits its marks. And what other things are going to pop up. Oh, the other thing that I liked was the, the Sinking City. Oh, yeah. That comes out... Uh, well, by the time, I think it'll be coming out when this episode airs, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. Yeah. That would be the only other thing that I was interested in. But you know what? We're not here to talk about any more games. We are here to end a podcast. Yep. So I want to thank you all for listening and reaching the end of this E3-esque episode with us. And if you like this newsy kind of content, let us know because we kind of want to cover a couple more newsy things for things that don't make one full episode. (gasps) Gasp. Les secrets. But thank you again for listening. This has been Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. I am Amy, Amy by the Sea, all over the interwebs. I'm Casey, and Case Crusader on all of the things. Please leave a rating and a review if you can and you feel so inclined. It really helps us and helps more people find this podcast. And share it with your friends. Share it with your dog. Share it with that person in your class that you think is kind of weird, but you know, think they like this. Or your cat that's like upside down and like in a dramatic Shakespearean pose while sleeping. Even then. So, thank you for listening. We will talk at you again next week, and hopefully you are here to hear us. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. What?